Welcome to St. Corey Christian Center and our most recent podcast as we go through the book of Ephesians chapter by chapter and verse by verse as we learn what it means to be equipped. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Let's go to the word of the Lord, shall we? Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. I'm going to read verse 10. As you notice, I've been taking my time and I'm doing this on purpose. Some of these scriptures will take me a week or two to get through, but I believe that it's time that the church grow up. Say, man, that's a strong statement to make, talking to this guy right here. And what I mean is this, is that there's room for us to grow. Amen? That's why when I walk, I don't just take one walk a week. I walk every day of the week, right? Because if we don't stay fit, there's going to be troubles that will come, and we won't be ready for it because we didn't stay fit. We didn't stay strong. You with me so far? You're like, man, I'm checking this guy out right now. (laughs) He just told me to grow up. If you got offended by what I just said, this sermon's for you. (laughs) Here we go. Love you. Glad to be back. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Finally, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not, let's say it together, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, let's say it together, therefore, Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all stand. Father, we love you. We thank you for your word that's forever settled in heaven. Thank you for your anointed word. Thank you, Father, your spirit and your word agree. Thank you, your spirits within our hearts today. Now, Father, take your word, grow us, challenge us, mature us. Father, just put a, just a strong Strong courage in our spirits today to be strong in the Lord. And everybody in the house said, amen, be strong. Do you ever have days where you felt like you were weaker than a tree leaf? And then there's other days like you could take the world on? We've all been there. I remember 20-some years ago when I moved to Charlotte County, we were going to take the county on. We were going to win every soul for Jesus. And then a battle came. And I thought, man, I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just done. Then I rehired myself 10 minutes later. We've all been there. But the good news is this, is that when you grow and mature in the Lord, we understand that our stability and our strength is not in our own self. Amen? My goodness, if I, if I went on my feelings, heaven knows where I'd end up. If we all went on our feelings, heaven knows where we would end up. But thanks be to the living God, His Spirit is within us and growing us and maturing us and motivating us and moving us. His strength is now our strength. Amen? The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. It will quicken your mortal body. And so I'm just going to bring up some truths this morning about what to be strong in. And as you can see, I just read you a lot. I'm not even going to cover everything I just read you. 
But I'm going to drill down and unpack this one statement. When Paul says it this way, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. I believe that there is a call from the Holy Spirit for the Church of Canada and the Church of North America to be strong. Amen? Now, strong on worldly terms and strong on spiritual terms are two different things. How do you know? Pilate looked right at the face of Jesus. He said, what's truth? He had enough power to wipe out him and the Roman Empire just like that. And he walked away. And it's quiet now. That, my friend, is called strength. Because he realized that the strength within him was enough strength to win the world for the cause of the kingdom. Amen? And I believe today that there's enough strength, knowing there's enough strength in the church. Why? Because of the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the written word to do whatever God has set to be done. Amen? We need to be strong in trust. Let me say trust. Proverbs 3 and 5, most of us probably know it well by now. But if you don't, Proverbs 3 and 5 is a good one to get familiar with and to know. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Let me ask you this question and let's be honest with ourselves. How often has it worked out well when you leaned on your own understanding? That's usually the after effect is called foot and mouth disease. But when I trust in the Lord, and many times stuff comes our way and stuff comes your way, and I just learn to zip the lip and walk away and say, God, I need your wisdom right now because if I trust in Jody Macbeth, I'm going to rip them one. That's not going to be good. You with me? Because remember, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right? So, God, I need to trust in you. And you know what? God's faithful. And God is honorable. And God is no respecter of persons. And every time when I say, God, I'm going to trust in you. I want not a little trust. I want strong trust. I want to trust in the Lord, not with a little bit of me, but with every fiber of my DNA, every bit of my heart. I'm going to trust in you. And we're going to make it through. And when we get to the other side, they're going to be better. I'm going to be, be, be better. We're all going to be better because I made up my mind. I have strong trust. Brethren, church, be strong. Stand together in the power of God's might and trust in the Lord with all your heart. Right now, in this day and age, it is time for the church to be strong in trusting in God. I get it, the last little while has been haywire and crazy, but what a time to get back to the basics. What a time to get back to God. What a time to get back to the Word. What a time to get back to fasting and prayer. What a time to get back to trusting in God when you and I cannot map it out. Psalms 46 and 10, be still. That's a hard one, isn't it? It is for me. ADHD and ADDD and be still. And know that I'm God. And I will be exalted among the nations. And I will be exalted in the earth. Be still. I tell you what. In this day and age, it's hard to be still. Because everything we see, we want to react. We want to straighten it out. We want to get to the record. And sometimes God says, you just be still. Down south, they say, you hush. Sometimes we need a holy hush. 
And many times when stuff has come our way, I said, God, I got to trust in you. And guess what? He'll give you the right words at the right time and the right spirit and the right way. Because I'm telling you something today. He's not interested in us winning conversations. He's interested in us winning the soul. Amen? And guess what? When we do that, he said, I will be exalted. How? Among the nations, at the end of the day, I'm going to walk away, and God's going to be exalted, and God will be exalted over the whole earth. And he'll walk away the winner. You say, Jody, have you turned on the news lately? Have you turned on social media lately? It's crazy up there. I'm telling you what, it may look a little crazy. It may look a little bit of nonsense, but I'm telling you right now, God still has the final say. Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, we find a moment where it looked a little crazy. It looked a little chaotic. But God says one more time, He says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. God, I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be courageous. Even in the face of giants, even in the face of uncertainty, I'm going to be strong in my trust. I'm going to trust God. You're going to get me through. Anybody here ever raised kids? And there are days you pray the prayer, God, just give me wisdom. Get me through this day. And guess what? God's got you through that day. He's got you through that day. And the relationships grow, and things get better, and God is good because we made up our mind to be strong in trust. It is strong in my spirit that the church of the living God, not just this one, but in the region and in Canada and North America, that we learn what it's like to trust in God one more time. Amen? I've had my forefathers, and I'm probably sounding like I'm an old geezer, but I've had old pastors preach to me and say, you know what? I remember starting a church when there was no salary. There was no benefits. There was no money in a bank account. There wasn't even a bank account. It was just an envelope with a, bo- with a buck or two in it. But every time God would show up, and the bill was paid, and the groceries were there, and there was a car to drive, and the health was there, and the strength was there, and God moved. That's the kind of trust I'm talking about. Because in this earth, some will trust in chariots and some will trust in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord, our God. I'm still going to stand on the word of God amongst all the modernization that you and I have and trust that God will still split the waters and heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out demons and raise people up. If I didn't believe that, I wouldn't be here. Amen. We're going to be strong in trust. We're going to be strong in courage. Let's say together, courage. Remember the first time you were asked to do something and you were scared to death to do it? Stand up in front of somebody, do something you've never done before, and you've got to muster up the courage. Your first job interview. Or maybe a task that you're, you've ha- you were called upon to do that maybe your employer or your co-workers asked you to do that you've never done before. And you had to muster up the courage. I believe that in order for us to sing a new song, in order for us to do new things, we must have courage. Strong courage to stand 
and do like we never done before. Peter and John, really simple example. Do you think it took courage for them to say, silver and gold, have I none? They could have ran back to the boys and said, we got to take up an offering. The dude down there needs some money down by the gate. That would have been easier. Let's do a potluck, get him some clothes and get us some food. But no, they stood right there in the spot with courage and said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I give unto you in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Sometimes it takes a lot of courage to put God in the corner and say, God, you got to deal with this. Joshua 1 and 6 again, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their ancestors to give them I'm cleaning up the house in DeWolf because, thanks be to God, we finally got the thing sold. And I have the shelf. Yeah, praise God for that, right? And so I've got the shelf of CD after CD after CD. I, I know a CD for you young ones is a little round disc. We used to put it in a machine and you click play and it played. And if it got a scratch, it would repeat and repeat. <laughs> anyway, on those CDs are prophecies over St. Croix Christian Center that date back years. I'm talking 15, 16 years. And the prophecies over Charlotte County is this. God's going to give you this region. There's going to be an awakening. God's going to give you this land. Don't give up. Don't hold back. Don't walk away. Don't throw in the towel. Press on. Press on. Be strong. Be courageous. Walk in the Spirit. Live in the Spirit. Read the Word of God and take God at His Word, but be courageous. Amen? Any old dead fish can go downstream. But it takes courage to look at cancer in Jesus' name and say, be gone. It takes courage to look at a broken marriage and say, be healed. Amen, you're with me so far. Courage in the word of the Lord. 1 Corinthians 16 and 3. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous, be strong. I think we would all readily agree today that it is time to be on your guard. When you are on guard, there's two things you're looking for. Number one, you're looking for opportunity. When you're paying attention at the workplace, in the marketplace, even on media, at the superstore, wherever you go to do your stuff every day, if you're on guard, that doesn't always mean that you're ready to be defensive. That means you're aware of what's going on around you. And be on your guard and stand firm in the faith, and God will throw you opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to present the kingdom to those people that dearly need it. And as short as that is going on, what else is going on is that when you are on guard, you'll know what an opportunity is and you'll know what a trap is. You with me? Because we, as people, we look so quick to the flesh. We look so quick to the tangible. We look so quick to the things that we could touch, taste, see, and smell and react in a fleshly way. If you do that, you'll fall flat on your face. But when you're on guard, standing firm in the faith and being courageous and being strong, I assure you today that God will be the final victor. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord. Last one I'm going to give you this morning is this, strong in hope. Let's say it together, strong in hope. 
1 Peter 1 and 13 says it this way. Therefore, with minds that are asleep. Don't say that, does it? With minds that are alert and fully sober. Set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. I'm going to make sure that I'm alert and sober means aware. I have my wits about me. I know what's going on. I have control of my senses and I'm quite well aware of what's taking place. And if there's ever a day right now that the church of the living God needs to be alert and sober and aware, it's right now. Because I'm telling you, we are at the closing days of time when we look around us at things that are going on and say, what's happening here and what's happening there I can tell you church it's time for us to be alert you with me so far first Thessalonians 1 and 3 says it this way we remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith your labor prompted by love and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ I got to have strong hope have you ever gone to someone and maybe you're trying to do something and they'll, they'll say, hey, do you think that's going to work out? And you'll say, well, I hope so. We have a hope that is not a hope so. We have a hope that is sure, that's more sure than gravity that's holding your feet to this terra firma. We have a hope that moves us. And Paul said this way, if we don't have hope, we would be most people the most miserable. But because we have a living hope, we use a slogan around here that hope lives here. We got to be strong in hope. It's easy to get negative. It's easy to be a negative Nelly and say, oh, I know the world's gone crazy. It's a mess. All oh, sin is just strong. But I got good news. I got words of hope that where sin abounds, God's grace much more abounds. It may look desolate. It may look a mess. But that is God's best opportunity to show Show up and reveal Jesus to the world and Jesus to Charlotte County and Jesus around to this place and say, you know what? This hope is a living hope and it's time for us to be strong in hope. Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Have you ever on this journey, whether you've been on this racket for a month or two or maybe 25 years, felt like you wavered a little bit? I got this car. It's got all these buttons and whistles. I'm still trying to figure the thing out. But when I'm driving down the highway, you know, I get yakking to Bonnie or I get listening to a book or I get my mind goes elsewhere. I know it's hard to believe, and it happens. I'm driving around. <laughs> Sorry, Scotty. But I'm driving down the road, and, and I start wavering. And there's a little piece of technology in that car that when it sees that white line or that yellow line, it corrects me. And I remember we were driving home when I got the car, and I was driving along, and I said, this car is driving itself. I feel like I'm driving Herbie. So I took my hands off the wheel. Don't do that at home, folks. <laughs> I took my hand off the wheel. And anyway, sure enough, I said, look at this. I could just set cruise control, set the GPS and thing, drive itself. I could just stay home and let the car go get the groceries. But even when I wavered, the car had enough sense to keep on a straight line. The Holy Spirit within you has a sensor. 
The Holy Spirit inside you that even when our flesh begins to go this way and that way, the Holy Spirit says, no, straight ahead. No, not that way. No, not that way. Straight ahead. Don't waver. I'll bring you back to where you ought to be. That is why Paul says, be strong in the Lord. Why? Because when you begin to waver and get a little frustrated over here and weary over here and all of a sudden you're just a little bit dislocated over here, the Holy Spirit has a way of bringing it right back. We were up visiting mom and dad the other day. And, of course, we always talk about some of the days back when I was just a little guy. And we were talking about the night that I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And what an experience that was. It was a night in children's church when I was just seven years of age. And mom said to me, do you remember exactly how that was played out, how that happened? And I told her my interpretation of it. She said, well, there's a little more to the story than that. And here's what's more to the story. Is I sound like Paul Harvey, don't I? But... <laughs> now you know the rest of the story huh? <laughs> service was going along and this is children's church this is not cool adult church Bethel wasn't there all the cool, all the cool songs wasn't there it was just an accordion and wood seats you with me singing old tunes like Jesus on the inside working on the outside oh what a change in my life and God began to move in that little, that little Sunday school classroom on a Wednesday night when it's supposed to be boring and we're supposed to have it all organized and structured. And God began to move in that little classroom. And he began to touch these young hearts, age seven, age eight, age six. Just these little youngsters began to reach out. But mom said the service was going along amazing. And mom said, you know what, Jody? It was just like a blanket fell over that place and shut it down just like that. I don't remember that part. Mom went upstairs to see a Bible study because Pastor Ashford was teaching Bible study upstairs. And she went up to see if anything was going on or if the service was done or what have you. And Pastor Ashfield's wife, she come down with mom thinking that we needed some help or she needed help downstairs. Long story short, what happened was we began to worship again. We began to sing again. We began to magnify God again. And it was that second wave where we did not waver, but we did not stop, but we pressed on. And Mrs. Ashfield said, if anybody wants anything from God, if you want to receive from the Holy Spirit, don't stop now. Don't waver now now don't cut out now don't give up now don't pull the plug now and we little ones we reached out one more time it was round number two and the power of the Holy Spirit hit that room and not me but six or seven of us received the baptism of the Holy Spirit that night because we decided we would not waver I believe with all my heart that we need an awakening and a revival and a stirring and a realm of hope. Folks, these are some of the best days that you and I could ever live in. And the only way you can respond in such a manner is knowing we want by faith and not by sight. These are the best days. How do you know? This Bible says so. The former and the latter reign together. He says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And you know what? The old men are going to dream dreams. Old guys, fix for some dreams. The youngsters are going to see some visions. 
We're going to see stuff happening that we never saw before. This is in the book. This is in the Word of God. That's why I'm saying we have a strong hope. This is not the end. When you see these things coming, the Word of the living God says when you see all this chaos coming, when they start crying out one world government, when they start crying out a great reset, when they start crying out there's a global corporation tax, I'm telling you today, He's winding this thing up. He's bringing this thing together. And He's getting ready to take His people home. You see, the enemy doesn't want the church talking about heaven. He doesn't want to talk about revival. He doesn't want us talking about miracles and signs and wonders. He doesn't want us talking about there's a real heaven and there's a real hell. He doesn't want preachers getting up and saying, you know what, we got to be strong. He wants us dignified. He wants us to just have it all together, sing a few songs and go home. But God says, I have more for the church right now than we've ever had before. I'll finish up with this. Verse number 24, Hebrews 10. So let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Not forsaken the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day, capital D, approaching. Folks, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in hope. Don't get discouraged. Don't get weary and well-doing, for in due season you will reap harvest. And when something comes your way that starts getting you down or discouraged or frustrated, we would say, get under your skin. Say, no, sir, I'm going to be courageous. I am full of trust. And I am full of hope. And you know what? There's no devil in hell. There's no trap of the tempter that's going, I'm not even taking the bait. I'm going to be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. And I know we can be able to go up and take the country. Don't worry. Psalms 33, verse 18. It says like this, But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear Him or respect Him and on those whose hope is in His unfailing love. Let's be strong in the Lord. Let's be strong. We started out in the book of Ephesians learning how to sit. And I'm telling you today, you can't be strong if you don't know how to rest in His love. But we start out with the verse in chapter 1, to sit in heavenly places. And we get to chapter number 4, it says to walk worthy of the vocation in which you're called. So we're going to sit, we're going to walk, and we're going to finish it up, but we're going to stand. I'm going to be strong. Father, I pray right now in the name of the Lord Jesus that I'm talking to folks in person and online that have made up their mind they will be strong in the Lord. That this has nothing to do with flesh or personal abilities, but my strength is in the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I will be strong help us today Father 
encourage us today, motivate us today. And in Jesus' name, as we stand to our feet this morning, shall we? We're going to begin to worship. We're going to begin to pray. And we're going to see God do some amazing things here this morning. And we're going to see strength come back to people's minds. And strength come back to people's hearts. And strength come back to people's bodies. And strength come back to people's homes. We're going to be strong. We're going to be strong. We're going to be so strong in the Lord. That when you get down on your knees and pray. Heaven's paying attention. And hell's freaking out. Because God knows something good's about to happen. And hell knows you're a threat. I'm telling somebody today that if you stand on the word of God and trust in his will and his ways nothing will hold you back nothing in Jesus name thanks for tuning into our podcast today we pray that you've been equipped and encouraged continue to follow us on sccc.online and there will be resources and tools available to you And reach out to us at any time if we can help. Have an amazing day.